I realize it. Take it over. Yeah, we're gonna do a soft, uh, soft intro. We're recording now, so that's how we make it non-awkward. This will be a great episode of the podcast because uh, you won't be able to hear incessant lighters flicking in the background. Yeah, it's usually oh. <laughs> every podcast that I have. And, oh yeah, uh, it's just you know. I, I think I told you Joey Diaz is my inspiration for finally uh, doing it. The Church of What's <laughs> yeah. Happening Now is my favorite. Oh, yeah. So he's uh, my favorite. He really is, man. He's hysterical. How'd you get into him? Uh, through Joe Rogan. Same for me. Yeah. Same for me. Yeah. He's uh, he's interesting. He's like motivational. Yeah. But <laughs> super not the guy you would think would be that that dude. Yeah, he's definitely an interesting fellow. Have you ever heard uh, Joey Diaz? Uh, I have comedian? not. His yeah. stand up is hilarious. Yeah, we'll have to enlighten outrageous. you. Yeah. 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 yeah, very real, very <clears throat> him. But uh, yeah, so we're we're back. This is a nice kind of dovetail from not the last episode, but two episodes ago. We had Josh on. Yeah. So he's here, he's back, and Dan, we talked about you during that podcast. Yeah. So we finally got to track you down and have you. And, and, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the last podcast sure. podcast was cool. Um, and we kind of talked about how I got into Permanent Holiday and, and Josh's band, and I talked about how it was the only thing me and my dad really ever had in common. And it, we grew up very conservative, so, like, there was no rock music. Yeah. So Permanent Holiday kind of led me into, like, Blink-182 and Pantera and Metallica and the whole thing. But it was it was sort of through you. You remember that whole period and that whole time? And yeah, so definitely. So we probably like, haven't uh, seen each other Frank since then. ninth grade year, something. something uh, yeah, so, uh, so it was eighth grade, maybe even seventh grade. Gilbert H. Hood, Yo, believe it or yeah. not. Yeah, and uh, we had the same homeroom and the same math class. Okay, those are the details I don't remember. Yeah, we had Mrs. Clifford, remember her? I remember her, though, Yeah, her big and mustache. Yes, yeah, so I was just about to say, every... That's uh, so funny. That was like the thing we all razzed her every, on. Uh, every homeroom was, was a... a an attempt to try to not get you to say that because you always got in trouble for saying that every time. Yeah, it's not very nice. It's yeah. like totally not but what I would say to or about anybody these days. But it's pretty great. It's the first thing she just said when, when she got brought up. It was like, yeah, no, it's, perfect. It's literally the so first thing good. I said. But I mean, so like, good. You know, it's a story. Some things never change. Um, <laughs> and I, so I had a learning disability I was never diagnosed with, so I was terrible at school. Um, and that eighth grade teacher in math, like, snuck me through when I wasn't supposed to get through. Yeah. Like, I needed to get, like, a D, and she, like, sl- like slid me over the D to get through. I'm pretty sure that's how I got out of hood, too. <laughs> like, I got a diploma, but I did not graduate. <laughs> All right. It's a trend because there's no record of me graduating middle school, and I Perfect. got through hood as well. So, yeah. so I, think it's, nice. I think it's a trend. I think it's a trend. Yeah, getting into high school was a huge freaking... issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they kind of just moved us on. They were like, yeah, yeah. I'm straight. So that's hilarious. <laughs> like, why not keeping this yeah. kid here? She pretty much said she was like, if I don't pass you, you, you can't graduate. So I I'm just gonna say that you passed, and yeah, Good you're right. Job. I never Probably got like a diploma, back. the whole thing. Yeah, I got, I got a diploma. Nothing. Yeah, I got nothing. At no, all. it was just like, all right, get out of here. You're somebody else's problem now. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, so yeah, so we were in Pinkerton together. Yep. And you mentioned to me about going to a show, and I was like, oh, I can't because you know my dad, whatever. And you're like, just invite him. And I had never thought of that. And I invited him, and he ended up coming. Bring him. And, yeah, it's exactly <laughs> yeah. what you said. It's man. such a damn bigger thing to say. It really yeah, is. And there's a picture somewhere on Facebook of that night. Remember Eddie? There's uh, a picture of Eddie in a shaped mohawk at the time. Yeah, I can probably find and it. Was actually. it Ch- Justin Goodrich, I believe, was yeah, there? Yeah, that makes sense. And it was me and you, yeah. And uh, that was like the first show I'd ever been to. And after that, it was like you know, full on. And I discovered like Metallica, Pantera, Blink-182. Yeah. And we went to a bunch of shows and oh, anytime yeah, I could hang out with you at the, uh, it wasn't even the set, it was the summit. Yeah, yeah. And, and of course the Stomping Charlies there. came, you know, went through there and far away and all those local yeah. bands. 
Uh, so that was kind of what we had talked about in the last one, but that was really influential to my, you know, kind of growth as a person in the music I got into. Dude, hearing that on that last podcast, I was like, holy shit, that's really friggin' cool. You know, like you said, you never know, friggin'. That's why everybody should just be friggin' awesome to each other, because you never know that one thing that you might say might friggin' change someone's yeah, whole is... day or perspective on anything. Hey, yeah, like, that's, that's such an photo. awesome picture. Yeah, yeah. That's the photo. Like that... so what year was that? 2000. Well, Baker's in the band, so it's uh, probably at least 2000. But you weren't, yeah. You, yeah, you weren't in the, really so if I'm remembering like... this correctly, you, you played like the last two songs. Like he like jumped yeah, out of the crowd, yeah, and my and my dad day, was yeah. there, and he they was, brought me in easy. It was a slow <laughs> yeah. ascent. It was yeah. a slow ascent. Well, I'll never yeah. forget. Like my dad was super confused, as you you know, like appreciated me or whatever, and he was like, "Did a fan just come out of the crowd and play those last two songs?" Something like it was like, like totally jarring <laughs> for what he was used to, you know? Yeah. Um, but it was a cool music scene, man, and a lot of those bands went on to influence me on, you know, a, a heavy level. But what if what influenced you? Some bands you're into, like Hatebreed and yeah. Um, it's weird. I'm into, I think I'm pretty diverse. I always kind of have been. I mean, it's quite obvious metal and hardcore is kind of my thing, you know. Started when I was like five, listening to Ozzy and Pantera, Kiss, definitely all the Kiss back in the day. Yeah, because I got a brother who's probably about 10 years older than me, so all the time that all that stuff was like big, I was friggin' really young, and um, I just ended up listening to it all the time, and then... You didn't miss out. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah. And you say that obviously for the people who, you know, are obviously listening. I, I think it's probably the skull tattoo. And yeah, it's actually hate breed right there. How many tattoos do you have? I don't know. A lot? Um, would yeah, kind of. Probably like 20 or something. I'm not like completely covered, but I got, yeah. Yeah, I got some spots here. What do your knuckles say? Stay loud. Okay, and then yeah. the depiction over here with the. We got Doomsday Jesus with machine Doomsday guns. Doomsday Jesus there. with machine guns. Yeah. Okay. So that gives you some idea. Is the FTW the For the Whales? Yeah. So you have to go on a job interview. <laughs> it's the, it's for the it. whales. I worked at, no, I, uh, I, for some reason, uh, when I was in the position of having to hire people for one of my jobs. Yeah. And uh, a dude came in and pulled that. It was fantastic. He had the big FTW across his knuckles. And he was like, it's for the whales. I used to be a conservationist. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's I awesome. Pass that off I'll never this. forget that. But you found your way to all types of shows. Yeah, somehow that's for sure. Without having transportation. Yeah, I've done a lot of really fun and interesting friggin' crazy things as far as shows and backstages and stuff like that goes. At yeah. a young age. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Is there any that you could share that you don't mind being cataloged in audio no, for future listens? Not at all. Well, I mean, of course, I got hammered with Dimebag Daryl. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty big fuck. Like, it still blows my fucking mind to this day. At Hooters, yeah. No, that was at Rax here in Manchester. You see, you meet him more than once. Yeah. Well, what okay. happened is I friggin'. Um... So I was at Hooters with you once. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you're in. Yeah, I don't think. That was the time you stole his hat. No, I didn't steal any. Right, I apologize. It was not stolen. Like, hey, man, fucking give me my hat back. <laughs> what was there? Some was. Am I misremembering that? There was something he gave you then. Yeah, yeah. Well, they you gave had, me, they he gave you. I apologize. I should. Friggin random well, so gifts. They gave me a hustler magazine, a friggin' like two hats, friggin' it, okay, booze. Okay, so, so there was a hat. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, okay. I rem yeah, I remember. Yeah, that. and I thought it was friggin' wicked cool, but uh, yeah, and you met him again. Okay. Yeah, well, it was the craziest fucking thing because we showed up. 
like we found out like that day or the day before that they were going to be in town and me and my buddy hunter weston i don't know if you yep. yeah i think you know of him and um you're obviously huge pantera fans i was 15 he was 17 he could drive so we were like like dimebag's gonna be in manchester tonight we're like friggin <laughs> like we just went there we literally started showing up at random how'd you bars. find that out back in the days i now. think uh dave martin someone mentioned it that they had heard it on the radio or something and they passed it on to me so this is radio yeah okay. oh yeah back in the day and uh yeah so he passed that on to me and we friggin we came up to manchester started going to random bars and different places that we would think that you know like like where's dimebag <laughs> we, we like snuck into the rock 101 studio they i, I don't know i i know it's gonna sound fabricated but friggin somehow we ended up into the friggin building they they were confused as to how we got into the building like we were like in the studio like they got the glass the on airs and all that shit and someone's like how did you guys get in there we're like where's dimebag <laughs> and uh so we ended up finding them at racks and uh we it was like two hours before they had even showed up to do the meet and greet and um yeah they showed up for i was 15 and 17 we looked our friggin age for sure and we did not get kicked out of the bar and i guess this was like a, a inclusive thing that like you had to be invited or like win from rock 101 to be there and we it, this was like fucking just meant to be we showed up yeah. not anybody nobody kicked us out i'm in there yeah. smoking cigarettes friggin we're drinking got our pantera shirts on blending right in i'm telling people i'm a year older than i was you know like i'm not 15 <laughs> drinking illegally i'm, I'm 16, 16 drinking yeah illegally. in my head yeah. it was cool it was like i was like oh that's that <laughs> that's the line where it's like okay but anyway the Th that was the line as far as yeah, the more okay. than once thing goes friggin so they came up and it was friggin just obviously awesome everybody's just drinking and yeah. uh they did a while doing the pictures and taking pictures and signing shit and all that and i friggin i wouldn't say i like i didn't i wasn't all starstruck or nothing like that but i fucking made sure to be around that fucking yeah. dude you know what i mean friggin and he was just fucking cool as shit and for whatever reason at the end of the night out of everybody fucking there he has fucking me and hunter asked us if we want to come back to the friggin' tour bus in the back parking lot and friggin' keep drinking. And we're like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it was no crazy because friggin', like, all the people are fucking there at the, at the back door. They're walking out saying, the, you know, bye, fucking trying to sneak in last pictures or whatever. And here I am walking yeah. out with fucking Dimebag. <laughs> and friggin', we get on the tour bus. The first thing that happens, they're like, who's driving? Nah, Hunter was, so they gave him a pack of Dentine Fire Gum, and they brought me over to the freezer Dentine. and started pouring Crown Royal down my throat, and they're friggin' video, they're recording it and everything. I would love to get my hands yeah. on that footage. And then um, yeah. by the end of the night, they had given Vinnie me... Paul for that. Yeah, well, he passed away. I don't know if you Recently, knew that. Recently, yeah. sadly. Yeah, so would I do... Would that be at his estate? Somebody has that. Oh, yeah, well, no, it's this it. dude Bobby Tongs that always did their videos and stuff, oh, really? and he was there, too, and friggin', really? uh... Yeah, so there's a, it might, I'm hoping it pops out on one of the home videos or something one day. Yeah, wow. That'd be really cool. But yeah, and then even surprising enough, again, I got friggin' contact information, and they said any time they came around New England to friggin' call them up, okay, and I would yeah. be on the guest list. And uh, that was the same year that Dimebag was killed, so they came back around like three times Crazy. that year. And uh, yeah, they came back around three times that year, and I went backstage to two of them. And one of them at the Palladium didn't really have, like, a... Uh, I, I don't know if the guest list was full or what, but I didn't get to go to that last one backstage, but they still friggin' left me four tickets for me and four of my buddies there. And then, like, two weeks later, he got fucking killed. Crazy. Yeah, fucking wicked crazy. So I had, yeah. like, the year of my life, I'm like, 
I'm fucking friends with Pantera. <laughs> like, yeah, well, you, you've, and you, I guess you were for a very important period of time. I mean, it was pretty pivotal. It was, you know, right before he passed away. So it was like one of the last few people to probably know him and see that side of him, you know? Yeah, it was freaking unreal how, like, I can't fucking believe that the dude just so See, here's my fucking phone number too and shit. You know, I had him. He called friggin' Josh's mom. mom. I yeah. tried having him. I wow. gave him a cell phone and tried having. I know it sounds crazy, 2004 cell phone, but we had a cell phone, and um, I went to try and have him call Josh. I think his mom answered the phone. He's like, Josh, there, <laughs> dime bag, or left a voicemail or something. But I remember, yeah, I went yeah, home and she said, some guy, Dimebag Dave, called. Dimebag <laughs> Dave. Dave. Well, that could be two people. Yeah. yeah. Either the musician or my drug dealer. Yeah. Somebody selling me weed. <laughs> Dimebag Dave. Yeah. Somebody market that that listens to this quickly. Yeah. <laughs> like, instead of the Home Depot, you could do the Home Depot. Yeah. So you could do some good plays here. I'm for, shocked for that's weed. not a thing already. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's some pretty good ones, right? That I've thought of recently. Um, so that happened when you were pretty young, but to give yeah. people sort of some calibration. So I remember uh, I, I served one detention in eighth grade for being like lippy, like argumentative. Oh, yeah. And I remember uh, it was like me, you, uh, <laughs> Nick. Uh, I won't say his last name, so I okay. guess he's one out there with P, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I gotta bring him up in a second, too. But, um, so it was <laughs> us three, and you disappeared, and it was the math teacher, and she was like, where is Dan? And none of us knew, and then we realized the window was open, and you oh. were hanging oh, by yeah, your fingers. Oh, yeah, that You remember that? <laughs> I do know. It was a I decent was like, drop, man, right by the dumpster. Myself. Yeah, uh, and uh, so for the people listening, that I saw many of things like that. Yeah. So it was, uh, we were well-lived. You remember when um, the substitute gym teacher got in, like, a brawl with two people, one who, who is now deceased, sadly? You remember I that? I don't. I don't. Lester and uh, Jeff fought. Okay. This, uh, were you now the, I do. You remember that that day? I thought yeah, you were in that class, vaguely. so I forgot to bring that up. Uh, for some reason, now that you're saying that, now that you mentioned Lester, for some reason, I remember it, and now I'm like, I have this vague memory of something by the gym doors that's similar to what yeah, you're describing. Yeah. It's weird that we, where you yeah. dig into your brain sometimes. Yeah, they, like... they, chucked a, <laughs> uh, uh, they chucked a ball, like, like a bouncy ball. Oh, yeah? Like a dodgeball at his head, and it was just like that substitute. That was the... That was the camel's back. That was it. It broke it. So he legit, <laughs> like... I hate my wife and kids. <laughs> for real. He, but kids. the reason why I say this is because... So he fought the two of them. And as I'm walking up to the gym door, you come out the other end and you burst out and you go, the, I don't know, the gym teacher's fucking kicking these two kids' ass. <laughs> and one of the teachers came running and that was the end of it. But, like, you were, like, the uh, the Paul Revere of that fight. <laughs> you, you slammed the doors open. And, uh, yeah, you made everybody aware. And That's it was awesome. just hysterical. So I remember yeah. being in the news. It was, like, some somewhat trial. Something happened with that. Oh, that yeah. Was like, actual kind of deep wow. stuff. But, um, yeah, and... You know Jeff. Jeff has passed. Did yes, you know yes. So R.I.P. to him away. for real. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, you mentioned Travis the other day, who he used to hang out with a lot. Yeah. And that was kind of his goomba. So a lot of people reconnecting, I guess, after all these years. Yeah, I don't talk to him much, but his girlfriend had uh, one of the. Fr- I I built a friggin' cool little shelf out of some pallets, like back before I actually had a shop to you know build cool. I don't know. I built a friggin' cool little pallet shelf for her, and she. Ended up buying his girlfriend ended up buying it and bringing it to their new house or something. So that's dope, yeah. yeah. You, so you say you're before like you first, were kind of uh, owned a shop and some of that. You want to talk about that? Kind of what you're doing right now? Oh yeah, I'm you know building some wooden American flags. Um, 
burnt, you know, burning the wood, painting and staining them. It's kind of hard to describe. They look friggin' really good though. And, um, I always thought they looked cool. Um, always, I've been in construction for a long time. I always, you know, like building things and then, yeah. uh, I got a friggin' ton of tools over in the other side there. So finally got this house here, was able to set up shop and, um, you get your stuff mess in around the mall, a little bit. You get a stuff in your, a store you work in. Yeah, yeah. And... So I've been, you know, I've been doing the flags and woodworking for like, you know, consistently since I moved into this house and was able to actually set up my tools and all that. And um, it's been going pretty good so far, you know, because of Facebook and Instagram, friggin', you, know, you can make fucking thousands of people see your yeah. stuff real quick. Yeah, segue. What's the address so, for that so people can find you? It oh, f- it's at the Pheasant Land. I'm not sure the exact address, but your it's Instagram called Handmade or... In. Oh, my Instagram is at Freedom X Flags. And Facebook, just Freedom Flags. I got to do a little bit better with my online stuff cool. there. I got to get an actual website pheasant, going and all Pheasant that. Lane, you said for yeah, right now? Yeah, we're at a store called Handmade Inn at the Pheasant Lane Mall in cool. Nashua. Cool, and if people can't, can't find us, you there, flag company. you know, people are listening to this after some time. You may not be there anymore, but they can check out that Instagram, which was what again? Yeah, Freedom X Flags. Freedom X Flags, cool. So um, so back in the day, you were with Permanent Holiday? You were in the band? Or, uh, I wanted to come back to on. that. So we'll let Josh before I forget, yeah, Josh, one. please. Give him some I mean, no, I, I don't know what can... perspective this story should be told from. Yeah. I, you know, I have a, my own right. perspective on how you came and went. Well, so. I friggin', I know the, I don't... I kind of remember, I think that I just randomly went to a show at the Summit Cafe, and I think that's the first time that I ever saw Josh with Tom, when I, I'm pretty sure it was just Josh and Tom Heaney at the time, uh, you know, per, first, I don't know if it was the first, per, probably not the first permanent holiday show, but I think I saw them at that the Summit Cafe. That was the first show ever. Yeah. So that was the first yeah. show ever. First show, 2002, me and Tom, some yeah. random guy at the Summit, some random guy came out of the crowd and was like, hey, can I play bass in your band? Oh, he yeah. He played bass for the whole set. It was like a 17-song set, nailed every song that he had, didn't know how to play, and then disappeared, Didn't don't know his name, never nice. saw him again. Yeah. I have <laughs> a picture read. of him somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. The guy on the couch, if you will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Minus the couch. Yeah, so if you were at that show, that was the first one ever. Yeah. That was the so... first show I've ever played, ever. Oh, no yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So it was a mysterious first bassist. Mysterious, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did no he one... have a mask on? Was it CM Punk? He <laughs> it, it may have been. It may yeah, have been. Yeah, Nobody yeah, knows. I it can neither confirm been. nor deny. Yeah, yeah. That. that's a great rumor to start. Could, could be. I'm gonna say CM Punk was the first bassist in permanent Holiday <laughs> one show. Yeah. Nobody can disprove that theory. Nice. So throw I'm it in. on the internet, and then it'll definitely be true for sure. So, uh, <laughs> all right. So that happened. So you saw him at the first show, first permanent yeah. Holiday show. It's pretty rad. Yeah, so so I think I just randomly showed up there, and I absolutely loved it, and I friggin' still absolutely love all the songs that you had from back in the day. I'm still probably one, even though we're obviously friggin' been good friends and fucking played together, I'm still a big fucking fan of yours as well, because you fucking make awesome music and just kill it. Oh, well, thank you. So, yeah, so that's been, since fucking day one, I was like, yes, I am fucking down with Permanent Holiday, and then I wasn't really... Uh, I was kind of like just starting to play guitar at that point, and I had obviously been into music, like I said, since yeah. I was friggin' like younger anyway, and I was just kind of, probably 13 at the time, just busting into playing music and all that, and um, yeah, I definitely had a, broke my arm skateboarding at some point during that time as well, but uh, anyway, so the show, <laughs> went to that show, I think I started stalking Josh a little bit. Not really, but I would just like see him every like, or if I would see him walking around Derry, because you know as people did, we walked around Derry. Like, oh, I would did we? Try and hang out with him and, shit. and yeah. then um, eventually we started hanging out, and uh, 
I would watch him play and shit, and he would watch me play with my fucking... I would put the guitar pick in the thumb part of my cast that I had on, and I would still, like, practice playing Couldn't guitar like stopped. that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, thanks to Josh is actually a lot of how my guitar playing even friggin' developed, I think, and a lot of things that I do, mm. you can probably see a little bit of friggin' Josh in there. Stylistically? Yeah, not so much the metal yeah. stuff that I kind of was able to branch off to in my yeah. own, but, like, I feel like there's a few things that I do that are definitely directly influenced from learning to play with you and from you back in the day. So, cause like a lot of myself teaching myself even how to play guitar was listening to permanent holiday songs or playing permanent holiday songs with Josh, that or Godsmack. Cause I loved Godsmack at the time. So I played a lot of that, but, um, yeah. It's so weird for a, a local band to be like one of your favorite bands. I kind of, I, I had that sort of happen, yeah. you know, cause before like YouTube was around. So for your favorite band to be a band that you go see and, you know, there's only people there. There's 50 people there, but 50 people who love that band. It's such yeah. a weird a weird vibe that's hard to describe, you know? It's like for, truly for the love of what the music is. Yeah. But I challenge anybody to listen to, to those early albums and even the last stuff, which was As the City Sleeps, right? Is that your last? Uh, the last stuff. Um, so we had a bunch of demos. I randomly compiled them into an EP and like named it the Save Your Skin EP. To Save Your Skin EP. Uh, yeah. And that stuff was recorded in, fuck, uh, 2000, like between 2009 and two songs in 2010. And then I put it up on streaming services in like 2016, 2017. Okay, so that's the latest stuff. Yeah, so that was the last stuff. I challenge anybody to listen to any of that stuff and tell me that's not unbelievable like your favorite band's music. It's awesome. You know, like yeah. you don't have to hear it on a radio per se. But I've heard Permanent Holiday on the radio like two or three times. And I, it was always cool. like you feel part of the process. So it's like you, you geek out as if it was your success. Yeah. You know, which is really different. Do you feel that? Like your band has a following of people who are super tight or what are your thoughts absolutely on your i mean so it's funny you mentioned the radio specifically i don't know if you guys remember a radio station in boston it was 101.7 wfnx yeah every sunday night they used to do a local show and um one time i was driving to salem walmart in my car a geo prism oh yeah and fuck <laughs> well this was 2005 now so i remember uh yeah driving to nowhere came on the radio and we just thought it was the greatest thing. So we rallied everybody together um, and said, hey, yo, call FNX. Let's yeah, get this yeah. into rotation. Let's do this again. That was great. Let's do it again. And we got so much support that we got banned from WFNX because they were so <laughs> aggravated by the calls and emails. They literally said on the air, if you are calling for this fucking band, stop, because we are never playing them ever. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty wild. So, <laughs> yes, yes, I thing. feel people are were passionate. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, that must be rad to have that was, many people support you. And be it was awesome, you. yeah. Yeah, and people got the word out. Um, there was a song on As the City Sleeps called Murder, She Wrote. Uh, people got song, the word out man. so so much that actually I remember I don't even know what year it was now because I feel like I've been on this planet for a hundred years. But yeah. um, I was at Margaritas in Concord one time, just randomly eating dinner, and Ionis from Rock One Hundred One was there, and he came up to me and asked me for a CD. Uh, I was like, I was the first time I met him. He's like, Dude, I've been trying to get this permit Holy C for months now. That's like, oh, awesome. Shit, you know? Yeah. So yeah, definitely. So much of it was word of mouth, and you know, as of I don't. I don't listen to FM radio traditionally all that often, but uh, as of just a couple of years ago, I used to drive in, when I worked third shift, I used to listen to Rock 101's local show on Sunday nights. I don't even know if they still do it, 
But I mean, even just a couple of years ago, there was that track was still in rotation. So it's like, I, you know, I even forgot about that fucking yeah. song. It's like, oh shit, it's on the radio. What is That's this? Awesome. One yeah. time I literally heard it. I was like, what is this? I kind of like this. And I turn out. Really? Oh yeah, I can't enjoy this now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's hilarious. It yeah. takes on a different spin when you realize it's you. you know? It sure does. Yeah. 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 It sure does. So where can, is there a spot we can go to to find music? I mean, I every time I come across a new Permanent Holiday song, I try to download it on a USB and put it in a vault. Yeah. You know, like I try, oh. to get the official catalog, it feels like, you know, like the old school days when you're trading VHS tapes. Yeah, yeah so, right so I mean, anything pre-2005 is locked away in my basement. If you have it, you have it. If you don't, you're never, ever going to hear it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But cast and call forward, it's all on Spotify, uh, Google Play, Apple Music, whatever. And, you know, you can stream it for free or, you know, it's available for purchase if anybody wants to do that, too. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, you know, the cast and call stuff, As a City Sleeps, Building Catastrophe, Save Your Skinny P. And then, you know, I recorded a couple acoustic re- new versions of some of those songs. Yeah, so they're in there killer, as well. too. Oh, thank you. So yeah. it's under Permanent Holiday. People can go and find that. It is, out. yeah. It is. It is. If you search for Permanent Holiday online, quite often you will find, uh, the thing that pops up most often is a song called Permanent Holiday by a guy named Mike Love. Yeah. Which uh, I resented for so long because I was no, just looking, I, I was like, oh, fuck you, Mike Love. You know? <laughs> yeah. you know? But one day I decided to just chill and listen to the song. I was like, put your put your anger aside. Yeah. And, and it's a, to that. That's a great like, song. Actually. It. It's a wonderful yeah. song. Yeah, it's a wonderful song and it's it's immensely popular yeah uh, it's a great song actually so much love nice. to mike love <laughs> shout out to he's listening shout out. So shout oh i'm sure he is sure. I, I believe it's, he's Tag from hawaii him. actually oh is he oh, yeah. yeah you gotta reach out nice. to him and say the reason why you named the band that was like because of his song you know now you gotta really you gotta push it together now yeah you know? well the funny thing is is that people are always like oh permanent holiday like the aerosmith album i'm like first of all Permanent Vacation is an Aerosmith album. <laughs> Second of all, I didn't name, him after, name it after anything like that. And third of all, uh, Permanent Holly is a Suicide Machine song. So, you know, you, yeah. got, you know, some people get their wires crossed. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And that was a band, The Permanent Holiday. Well, the, that came along, I think, huh? at one point. There was, uh, I don't know. What, what is it? There was yeah, a band. Yeah, so, I, well, you guys listen to pop punk. I, I don't want to get too deep in this because I don't, you know. He's, but there's a guy. He, he said that was such like such a kicker to that. You guys listen to pop punk. No, right. no, no. Well, so, Newfound well, Glory in Dashboard. You no, know, like the, it, well, do you guys remember the band Mest? Of course. M- yes, M-E-S-T? Yeah. Okay, so after Mest broke up, uh, Tony Lovato started a band called A Permanent Holiday. Yeah. And we were already, I was already. Five years into Permanent I had already been doing Permanent shows for five years. So I wrote him a really nice message on MySpace. I said, hey, buddy, you know, there's a little misunderstanding here. (laughs) You're taking our name, and, uh, you know, please just change your name. Have a wonderful day. Have a great day. And then, you know, they started, like, getting on Warped Tour and all this stuff. So I wrote him again. He didn't respond. So finally... And, you know, I just want to preface this by saying it's probably not how I would handle the situation today. But at that age, you know, I didn't know I was getting his attention. So I was like, you fucking fuck. (laughs) If you don't fucking give up my name, I will fucking wreck you. So finally I got his attention and he wrote back to me and he was like, funny that. Yeah. And he was like, uh, you know, I'm paraphrasing here, but it was something along, along the lines of. 
you little piece of shit kid. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. No one knows who the fuck you are. You're not famous like me. If I walk outside, people are going to ask for my autograph. No one knows who the fuck you oh, are. Come. Permanent Holiday so, did Warped Tour. I just want to throw that out there. That's a, uh, well, so uh, anyway, so, so that blew up on social media, and then people started, you know, Photoshop wasn't huge at this time. This is actually how I got familiar with Photoshop, because people started Photoshopping pictures of dicks going into Tony Lovato's mouth while he yeah. was singing. Uh, in defense of us. So, again, passionate people came to oh, our defense. Yeah, for sure. And how it all hashed out, Tony Lovato, you know, we went back and forth for so long and um, just talking shit to each other <laughs> on MySpace. <laughs> talking shit with Tony Lovato. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so finally he said to me, he said, listen, you fucking fuck. If you, if your shitty little band can get a distribution deal, record deal, whatever, and get your CD in stores before I do... I will give up the name. So we did. And I sent him a picture <laughs> of the CD in Best yeah. Buy. Yeah. I never heard from him again. He changed the name to something else a few months later. Yeah. Well, oh, wow. Yeah. That's the story, yeah? Yeah. So yeah. And I stopped communicating with him. Uh, yeah. yeah. So that that was it, man. I, so that's how it came Motivation, to Motivation, right? I, I mean, it, you know, it was a yeah. shitty way to get motivated. But yeah, we were scrappy yeah. and I was pissed. And so. you would have, like you said, you probably would have done it differently today, so. Well, well yeah, I mean, days. yeah, they, you know, those was different, different times. Weren't we all? Yeah, different Weren't times, we all, different you know? life, different life. Yeah, you know? it was pre nine eleven. Oh, I, I wanted see. to throw this yeah, in was, there too. This I'm, is like, <laughs> think that checks up. But. This is a few sentences back, and I, I know you said all the other permanent holiday streams, but on YouTube, I think if you type in permanent holiday, some of that stuff will come up that we just talked about. So if you type, the if you Tony want stuff, to watch, yeah, I if you want to watch yeah. some, uh, there's plenty of live videos too on YouTube. So if you type in P Holiday Rock, you'll be able to find some of the P Holiday some live stuff. Rock. A lot of, yeah. yeah, okay. A lot of good live videos on YouTube for sure. Yeah, I have it. So my first permanent holiday CD was uh, a blank CD. Yeah. And uh, it just says on the front, permanent holiday loves titties. Yeah, and, yep. uh, like yeah, yeah. That, one. that makes that was yeah. definitely yeah. McCool's. McCool. Yeah, the opening track to that was "Broken Glass," and I yeah. was like, "What?" You know, and then I think that uh, your ghost was on that. Yeah, that one yeah. came back out. Yeah. Some that stuff that was just years. Yeah, those, but I maintain that those are unbelievable tracks. See, and I we should be re-released. I wouldn't even willingly listen to that. Like, yeah, I forgot about that last time I was here. He fucked me up big time. He's like, "Let's talk about old stuff." So I'm like, "Oh yeah, we'll bring up 2005." He's like, "So is choking on gasoline about suicide?" I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like, so I be, forgot that fucking song even yeah. existed. To be fair, it I felt like big, a lot of real permanent holiday fans had that question, so uh, that had always been something that yeah, I wanted. So I'm like, song. "I gotta ask it now that I'm here." You of know? course, yeah, yeah. But I mean, to have so much emotion into those songs at such a young age was just a, a real an oddity, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, it was a dark life for a while. Well, you know. Yeah. Well, and I say that, but it, it inspired me. Because, so uh, I'm, I'll go slightly. Uh, do you, I haven't said anything much about myself in this podcast. You absolutely so this should, be should for, start right So this now. should be yeah. for the first bump. So uh, I was coming off a suicide attempt the first time I got that CD. Well, what and the fuck? that's what it spoke to me about. And that's kind of what music did for me. So it was a weird place to be like coming off of that happening. Well, to be like, oh, this music speaks to me. And it's from people that are around me and that I know. So it's funny. We were talking the other day. Or we were texting the other day. And you were like, oh, it was a different person then. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. But you were never, like, an asshole. You were just originally you. Yeah, just a little obnoxious. Uh, yeah, but that's what I was searching for, you know? Like, coming from a, a place where you can't just be who you are. Yeah. Just being around people that are who they are give you that freedom, you know? But I'll never forget coming into contact with that album and being like, oh, this this speaks to me on a deeper level, you know? So it's just funny how it all comes together. 
into one place. But that's why I had to bring that up. I was like, that's a personal one for me. I got to know. Well, yeah. that's why you have to be open about stuff like yeah. that. I'm realizing you uh, you have no idea who you yeah. could affect in a positive way. So, yeah. you know, you got to share your story. Other people's stories have really helped me and stopped me dead in my tracks and said, oh, holy shit. Well, if this person went through this and they made it through, well, so can I. For sure. Yeah. You know, so that's why I just try to be as open as possible about yeah. anything like that. Yeah. That's what's awesome about friggin' no music and a lot of the friggin' motivational people you can find on YouTube and shit nowadays. Gary V, like, shout out. Yeah, a lot of fr- Yeah, hell yeah, what's up, Gary V? <laughs> 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 like, he's gonna listen to it, I'm definitely gonna fucking tag him. You yeah, never yeah, know, one day, You got the freedom flag I actually already yeah. sent Gary a message, friggin', because, like, I told I want to make him a Jets flag. I'm probably gonna fucking do this, actually. The feature owner of the Jets, there you go. Yeah, like, I want to make him a fucking sick Jets flag, mail it to Vayner Media and just say fucking have this. And, but, I know. think through this podcast we can get that to him. You know? Oh, hell I think yeah. We'll, if I nothing, mean, we'll end up behind the glass at WFNX just yelling, where's Gary yeah, V? I could do some he? of my old t- old tactics. Friggin' uh, pull the dime bag so, on him to start showing up places. Where's Gary V? Speaking of, <laughs> um, it's funny you bring that up because I uh, have become a savant of sneaking around places I shouldn't be, and it's only because <laughs> yeah, of you. Yeah, yeah. So for me and Emily, you know, right, yeah. when we got together, it was kind of the same way, like uh, sneaking to meet Tom DeLonge, and, oh, you nice. know, Fat Mike, and no <laughs> FN. Like, oh, I just went, but it was all things that you taught me about how to, <laughs> how to just blend in and how to look normal and you know being in sales it was sort of like a nice crossover yeah but i always say you know he's the one that taught me you nice. know but yeah people often look at me and go how did you get back here and, you know it's like oh hanging out with dan you know back in the day yeah. you learn yeah i had a few little um there was times like uh i used i got i scored an all-access pass from godsmack because i hung out with anthony harris back in the day and his stepdad was a stage manager for godsmack so i scored an all-access pass and then in the future i used that to get into other shows <laughs> like i would try and <laughs> I, like i wouldn't even have to i would you know i wouldn't go and fucking show it to security yeah. but i would just fucking kind of try and look the part and all that you know yeah. I had my pat and i've there's been times where i've literally just fucking walked backstage and fucking party with who I like literally it's a lot easier, just walk yeah. back there like you own the place don't recommend friggin it. I'm not trying to fucking bang the dudes yeah. I don't get not getting all friggin oh hey hey yeah and there's a lot of times too like I'm sometimes I'm weird when I meet friggin certain musicians that I'm hanging out with and shit like sometimes I'll like really want to get a picture or something but at the same time I'm like I don't want to be that friggin guy yeah. like I would rather actually fucking hang out and try to just be friends with this fucking dude because yeah. he's friggin cool and I inspiring you know no absolutely so there's yeah. a lot of times where I've like wouldn't take a picture of a dime bag I'm like fucking selfie <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know you have to but yeah a lot that. of times backstage I would just friggin uh, I would just kind of walk back there and there was yeah. a, there was this one time too uh, there was a guy there was a security guy like literally kind of kept nodding out and I would friggin recognize that this one dude was like the only dude in the area and he was just kept passing out so one of the time during one of his nods I'm like Oots. <laughs> why not don't get don't ask right? don't, yeah don't I mean ask, those tactics get. work so well I can yeah. tell you if you have a backstage pass like when Pernet Holly was on tour in 2007 we made ourselves laminates Dude, I saw Bowling for Soup like 15 times for free that summer. Yeah. Because <laughs> you, you just walk through and no one questions you. Yeah. If you look like you're in a band yeah. and you have yeah. a past, you know, I can't tell you how many times, we, how many shows we got into and just walk through and just no one says shit. And a lot of times yeah. the people in the bands are just freaking cool anyway. Like, yeah. if you're not yeah. walking up to them and trying to, you know, take yeah. pictures and care. ask to sign yeah. shit. Because when you're backstage and shit, friggin... You know, you can probably you can kind of tell like who's supposed to be back there and who's not. Yeah, and, like, that's even if exactly you're not what it is. Supposed to be back there, but you're not friggin' 
being annoying, yep. you know, you don't just show up and start annoying the person. Yeah. Friggin', usually I would approach with weed or something. Like, that's how I hang out with Bert from the U. It's a good opening. It's a good opening. Yeah, usually works out. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I, I subscribe to the, the mentality of just looking like you know where you belong walking through. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, it's incredible how often that works. Yeah. You gotta kind of look like you blend in. But, um, yeah, Emily and I have done that a few times now, and every time she's like, I'm too nervous. This isn't going to go. I'm like, just be on your phone and just follow me, and I'll just look like I'm pissed off, and nobody says anything. The I'll worst thing you, they you know? do is just tell you to they leave. leave. That's yeah. it. I'm, and they're not even me about it. They're just like, you're not supposed to be here. Leave. Yeah. Then you go you to know? a different entrance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but once you, it is about just, like, kind of hanging out and staying back. And yeah. sometimes people look at you, and you're like, oh, they definitely know I'm not supposed to be here. Mm. But as long as you're not saying anything. But uh, meeting Fat Mike from NoFX was fantastic. That, yeah, that was my cool. big one. I was like, I got to meet him. And I, I did the same thing that you did where I was like, I don't want to ask him for a picture, but it's Fat Mike, you know? Yeah. So we were just standing by. I think it was Warped Tour, if I'm not mistaken. We were just sitting back, like watching like Pennywise and just listening to all these bands and then watching him come off stage. So he came off stage and it was just him and walked right for me. And I was like, hey, man, do you mind if I, if I get a picture with you? And he was like, no. And I oh, was yeah. like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. And he was like, that's not, it's like, what did you ask me? And I was like, do you mind if I get a picture? And he's like, and I said, no, which means I don't mind. And I was like, <laughs> so, so somewhere there's a picture of me and him, and I believe he was flipping off the camera, and then the last second nice. opted for, uh, for the non-bird. But um, uh, you could tell he was just you know, drunk out of his mind, but super nice to me. But it was like the stereotypical way to meet him, you know? Yeah. I was glad he didn't like piss on me or something. Yeah. That was pretty much what I was prepared for. Nice. Like, well, at least bother, you were so if you know what you're getting into, it's yeah, fine. Yeah, at least you were prepared. You had every right. You know? surprised. I found <laughs> a picture of you with Mike Herrera from MXPX. Hell yeah, wearing my permanent holiday shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wore that, so I would sneak backstage at shows with my permanent holiday shirt and try to get photographed with permanent holiday in the picture yeah, and then post those as some sort of reciprocity here for the band, you know? like, Do you know, I was like a permanent holiday witness, you know? I'd have like your CD... Yeah. Do you know about Permanent Holiday? <laughs> yeah, so you've Excuse been marketing me, fucking for a long time. I've been marketing <laughs> Permanent Holiday yeah. for a long time. And I continue. Here I am at 30, you know? Yeah, well. Still talking about the band. Very helpful, you know? Hey, so you're doing solo stuff right now, which is pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen uh, you a couple times around. Yeah, a I'm lot. doing some solo acoustic stuff for like a year. I've been doing solo acoustic cover gigs, um, which has been just incredible. It's taught me so much about how to be a better performer and how to not be scared at all when you perform. There's nothing better for your confidence than to go in a room full of strangers who probably don't want to see you play and win mm -hmm. them over. So it does wonders for you for you mentally. Um, but right now, I'm definitely focused on writing some new stuff. I'm going to put out some acoustic original stuff. Oh, wow, nice. And, uh, Is yeah. Is that breaking news right here? No, nah, I mean, f not really. Uh, you know, it's, 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 in, it's it in the works. When it will happen, I don't know. I had a grand plan, but plans don't always go according to plans. So. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. We'll see. And then, yeah, especially the as a parent. <laughs> yes, yes, especially as a parent. Uh, you know, I have many demo recordings where my kid is in the background screaming yeah and uh but hey gotta get those ideas out and, but yeah. and, absolutely yeah. and he's super into the guitar now when i pull it out he just tries to play so it's a little daddy freshy jam session um so um yeah but i'm doing that also working on writing some stuff with some other people we're doing trying to get a rock band going so that's like we're a couple songs deep and uh we'll you know just any new faces old faces 
Uh, McCool's in there. Oh, cool. And then, uh, you know, we got two people that I have never been in a band with before. Well, you guys probably remember TJ Carraher from Forget February. That's oh, weird. Wow. We were talking, yeah. When he was talking about the summit, yeah. I almost dropped Forget February. Yep, yep. Yeah. So TJ's in there playing guitar, cool. and uh, Chris Netto's in there playing guitar, too. And right now, we're just writing, and we're trying to figure out what the sound is, and... Just going from there, it's a little bit of everybody in there. So, you know, we have one song that I say sounds like pop punk Iron Maiden. Nice. It's like the intro is like straight 80s Judas Priest Iron Maiden style oh, metal. Awesome. And then the chorus is like straight pop punk. So we're trying to figure it out. You know, we're taking our time going slow. And That's so awesome. Where I can think it's see... really cool that TJ's freaking in the mix. Yeah, there. yeah. What's up, yep, TJ? Yep. That, was a, that was a sick band, dude. Yeah, I love so, Forget yeah. February. Yeah. That'll be awesome to hear that. I'm, I'm really curious to see how that comes out. What What is he playing in the band? Is he plays guitar. He does, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then you got a bassist, you got another guitarist, you got a drummer. What, oh, McCool's a drummer. Yeah, McCool's a drummer. We've had kind of like a revolving door of okay. bass just a little yeah. bit. Uh, cool. Just a couple different people popping yeah. in and out. So. Yeah. Yeah. So where can people see your solo stuff again on Instagram? Just okay, yeah, you that. can hit me on Instagram at uh, Instagram.com. I am Josh Foster. Uh, you can hit me on the YouTube, YouTube.com uh, backslash I am Josh Foster. I'm going to stay much more consistent um, with putting out videos. You know, I'm doing another shoot next month, and then I'm going to try and put out videos at least once a month. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, so it was a big yeah, part of my videos Fridays. videos are freaking really, oh, yeah. really good quality too. What is that, Revelry Studios? Revelry Studios, yeah, man, just wonderful people there. Um, I went there for the first time in March. Uh, it's run by just some great people. I, if anybody out there, hit up their Facebook, watch their videos. You know, I watched them and said, oh, geez, they just have such cool style. I can't say enough good things about the people at Revelry, how professional they are. They make you feel super comfortable. So if you're a musician and you need video content, they do audio as well. Photos, whatever you need, definitely hit them up. Yeah, just the quality is phenomenal. I've, I've been I've to seen. so many studios, and it was just probably the best, most positive vibe I've ever been surrounded with. So very, very good. I couldn't, can't recommend that place enough. Yeah, that's yeah, really cool. Definitely, definitely. Are they in Massachusetts? Or they are Hampshire? right here in Manchester, oh, New Hampshire. We are right, right here. here. In We're about yes. five minutes away from their studio, actually. Are they in, like, Morgan's or something like that? Is it a Morgan's uh, place? No, no, they have a mill space. I mean, I don't want to throw out the exact location oh, or whatever. Okay. But, but, yeah. but, yeah, it's it's down it's downtown. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, just because I don't know where they're at with that. But yeah, be yeah, able to scope cool. it out if they're interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check them out. Check them out on Facebook. They may Hit change locales over time. Right, so. right. Who knows? Anything can happen. So, what would it take you think to do like uh, another permanent holiday show? Is that in the future here? Yes. Yeah, you know, like it has it. to be. Has to be, you know, mentioned. I mean, I think a podcast Let's needs to happen that. with That's all the members and just to get it on audio. It's got to be three hours. Got to be three hours. Be but cool. the memory's got to come out. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe that could be cool, bookend with a little show. So, and so I get asked about permanent all the show <laughs> all the time, and I always know when it's time to book one because I'll start getting asked about it a lot. So yeah. I, you know, some years I'll go, I'll get asked about it two or three times a year, but it's like now I'm getting asked about maybe once or twice a week for the past couple months, and planning is in preliminary stages. Yeah. Um, yeah, just I have so we know, a plan. I stay practicing. I have a plan. Like, I know you're. I know you're ready. Um, yeah. You know, I've talked about it with some members. Have not talked about it with other members. But what you know, so long as everybody's on board, which I don't see why they wouldn't. I will say yeah, that. it will happen a eventually. Good fun time. Yeah. And uh, I would so say busy. probably either closer to the end of this year or next year. Okay, so it's 2018, 2019. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. So I mean, so far. 
well, Dan Baker's here, so we got three. Yeah, three in. Yep. That's got, little That'll do they know really that's fun. the goal of this whole podcast, you know? Like, <laughs> see if we can get permanent holiday. But I think it would be cool to do like an introspective, you know? You could do a live podcast and show, you know? It'd be sick. Absolutely. With, um, with fucking Facebook, Instagram, and like the way things that, like, just. Uh, I think if we actually, if we had the time, if we have had another serious friggin' go at it, I think. Friggin' with what we have available Absolutely. to us as far as exposure goes, it, I mean, fucking yeah. things weren't really good like when we were together. You know, even when I wasn't in the band or whatnot. Permanent Holiday as as a band in general was just always you know had an awesome following, and like you were saying earlier, just like the power of that music and like the tightness of the friggin' of you know the the all the fans and all that friggin like like you said it just goes to show like the fact that it's been how many years and you're still getting like a lot of yeah. you know put permanent holiday show together yeah, it meant a lot stuff. to a lot of people yeah like yeah. if you say there's a permanent no holiday pressure. show and you put it no, out there no like... it's not, no it's no pressure I think for me it's like me just mentally arriving at a place where I want to do that because yeah. it's like it's certain you know it's at being at the right place for me to do that because it's almost like putting on it's like putting on an old costume you know what I mean or like putting on an old personality and i guess it's just trying to reconcile who i am now with who i was then yeah. and seeing how that what that means in 2019 but i yeah. think i'm close to ready that's cool hell yeah, yeah. i think it, you may not realize it but whatever story you have to tell now is as relevant as that story you told me at 16 you know well that's it's, what i'm just starting to understand yeah. yeah and uh you know i'm just trying to find different ways to tell my stories uh you know a lot yeah. of a lot of stuff, like when I started writing with McCool for this band, one of the songs we have, I was like, oh, fuck, what the fuck would a Permanent Holly song sound like in 2000? Well, I wrote that song in 2018, so it's like, what would it sound like in 2018? I had no idea. So I tried to write one. It didn't sound like anything what a Permanent Holly yeah. song should sound like, but that's kind of how we got started with that. Um, but yeah, man, it, it's out there. I get asked about it a lot. I will say that it will most likely happen. I don't see why anybody else wouldn't be on board. You know, and I always go back to the last show, um, if anyone was there, it obviously didn't end the right way. But is there, you go, do you, you want to expound upon that? No, because okay. I don't want to sound like I'm talking shit. Okay. Um, so I'm not going to get into that. It, it was, you talking about the last show specifically, the reunion show? No, we well we played a reunion show in 2014. Yep. Yeah, I was there uh, at that show. Yeah, you know, we didn't get to finish our set. We got cut off probably six songs into a four, into a got 15 it. song okay. set. Okay. So so it just wasn't yeah. an ideal ending for whatever reason. Uh, yeah, I got don't, it. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, there's many specific reasons. Again, I don't yeah. want to sound like I'm talking shit. No, so no, I we'll leave you. that okay. out of this okay. conversation. It was just not being able to finish the show is what happened. Yeah, yeah, that was extremely aggravating because you know uh like you said people were so yeah positive and passionate and that was crazy walking into that room looking at it because the place was packed i yeah. think that was the most people we ever had for our own headlining show and it was like oh wow uh okay um people still give a fuck about this oh big time. yeah and um so i just feel like i owe you guys a full show because that was not the way I want it to go down. That's awesome. Yeah, I think probably see, true. But you've given a lot of a lot of passion in some shows that I'm sure you know. I try. Want yeah. worth. Yeah, uh, dude. He's you know, the freaking one of the most well, like genuine and friggin' like he's yeah he's a fucking awesome musician. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and it, that's what kind of I was talking about with the future. Like I know what Permanent Holiday was in the past. I'm interested to see what Permanent Holiday is now because what's attracted me to the band is that you've always just been truthful. And and been in a vulnerable fucking place. Music, so you know, wherever like... you live now, 
though it's totally different to you, you might have a kid, you might be whatever's going on in your life, that story in the same genuine way is what I'm really interested in. Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. You know, there I think were authentic is the word. Authentic, thank yeah. you. Yeah. There were many years where I just would not listen to Permaha. There were many years where I actually didn't really? even, wow. I didn't even pick up a guitar or anything. And if uh Permaha would come on shuffle, my wife has it all and it's turn it off now, you know, I'd get all all fucked up about it. But so yeah, a couple months ago, I actually stopped, and I said, oh, fuck it, I'll just listen to the whole thing all the way through. Because really, Permit Hall is my life's story, yeah. you know, so so I listened to it all the way through, and I think of myself as a character, and I'm, like, going through the chapters of the story, and I realize if, from an outside perspective, if you look at me as a character, it's like, fuck, this character got really sad at the end, and, yeah. I, and it's like, it's almost just not how I want to end the book, you know, hmm. it's like, this guy went to... A dark place. I feel like it's probably a happier ending yeah. for this story. You know what I mean? Um, but is it in there? We'll, we'll, soon you'll see. Yeah, there yeah. we go. That was a sweet yeah. thing, uh, little. It's interesting that that's that. You know, your take. I, I always got the dark aspect. What was so interesting was the thought of going to sleep and waking up anew. And that's what I always took on that older music was yeah. there's a going to sleep and then there's a waking up. I don't know if that was a purposeful structure or purposeful progression. But even that, so we're talking about Gasoline, that was, you know, an incredibly emotional song. I always, at the end, thought about waking up and how it played into the new the new songs. Like, it was sort of this going to bed of the old self and then yeah. waking up into your new self. Yeah. You know, even, like, as the city sleeps, there was always this idea of going to, of sleeping and becoming anew. And I never knew if it was purposeful, but it's what spoke to me. Like, there was a day back then where the old me died and then the new me was born. And it was at that age, you know? I realize there's a lot of reoccurring themes through a lot of my music that I did. My wife has actually pointed out a lot of them to me. Uh, I sing a lot about water. She thinks I was a sailor or something in a previous life or a pirate. Because I, nice. I, I right. sing about water. There, I have a lot of like songs about the ocean. <laughs> and it's yeah. like really mm -hmm. fucking weird. But uh, she pointed that out to me. So, yeah, you know, I don't know. I try. I do think of myself as a character in a sense. So I do try to like really? leave, huh? leave little like... Uh, breadcrumbs so you can be like so it makes sense you know in 2019 this guy is still the same guy you know what I mean maybe I'll I, I had one song where I put all of the permanent holly song titles in the song you know I like to reference my nice. own history mm. in songs because to me it shows where you came from yeah and where you are now yeah you know? and it's kind of a creative little twist of yeah well you know I like to make things cohesive yeah you know is there a, you get a name, a working name under this new new music yet? Or? We do not. Okay. We're trying. It's a talking yeah, point in the cool. band because. I'm excited uh, to hear that, man. Yeah, it's a talking point in the band. So, yeah, we're just trying to do something new. Yeah. Um, just trying to do something new, man. New adventure with new people and seeing where life takes yeah, me. Progression's That's the only cool, certain, man. you know? Absolutely. You know, I'm learning so much just from being around new people, not just musically, but just uh, about being a human. Yeah. You know? <laughs> How, yeah. How's McCool doing? McCool's doing great. Cool. Uh, you know, I see him at least once a week. He's he's doing great. He seems very happy. And he's just so fucking incredible at the drums. He's oh, yeah. just oh, so good. Yeah. He's just so good. And it's like everybody who comes into contact with him has to, like, verbally suck his dick after they watch him play because he's so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and, you know, yeah. I, I do it every time I, every time I see him. I just look at him and I say, you're the best fucking drummer on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, you know. And people always say, you can't say it to him. He's going to get his head. I was like, dude, I have to say it to him because it's true. Yeah, <laughs> he needs you know, to know he's, this. He's so good. Yeah, I think absolutely. He's just amazing.
Yeah. So I'm, I'm happy to just be around him. And I can only imagine nowadays, you know, because, like, it, that's what I would say about him. He is perfected his years style. Ago, you know, yeah. yeah. He's, he's perfected. Oh, and yeah. he's fucking dedicated to it, too. Yeah. He's definitely about his craft. Yeah, he, uh, I was telling um, Josh... Previous podcast, one of my favorites was when the lights would go down and he'd pour the water on his drum. Yeah, and then some of the yeah. lights would come on green, blue, and red. Yeah, he's got some great theatrics too. Yeah, he really awesome did. Super cool, and he'd play in the drum. You know, the rain, the little droplets would go everywhere and yeah. catch the light. Yeah. So it's like watching a little mini laser show. You know, he was always super creative. Yeah, he is a true rock star. Yeah, he but was... it was watching <laughs> such fine, incredible musicians at such a young age be your personal favorite yeah. in a room with 20 people, whatever it was, was just an experience I'll never forget, you know? Yeah. It, it was like whatever band you're into, that's your favorite band. Yeah. It gets you into music. And I think for you said Blink-182 back in the day was a big inspiration, I think, to you, or maybe that was somebody else in I the band. I had just so many that were big inspirations yeah. to me. Of course, Blink was one of them, without yeah. a doubt. You know, Blink got me into the whole world of... What I thought at the time was punk rock. Sure, like we la- all do. Later yeah. realized I was yeah. more into the pop punk side sure. of actual punk, you know, after I had dyed my hair green with Liberty Spikes and gotten a leather jacket. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> you know, like, no, this doesn't fit. Yeah, maybe this isn't the right thing for me. Yeah. Um, what would that be like? I'm like, I just like songs about dating girls who don't want to go out with me. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's yeah. all I want. When it's hear. relevant to your yeah, life, yeah, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah. you're talking about me. You're like, wait a minute, I don't want to piss on somebody behind a dumpster <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, you think about blink is like it's a perfect example like imagine blink being from your hometown and oh, seeing them in your high school and seeing them in you know some cafe with 20 other people who are obsessed with the band yeah so there's just something about that music that i think grabbed a lot of people and definitely i'm excited catchy. for the future yeah definitely catchy. genuine and catchy so i hope yeah. people go check that out Dan, where are you at right now? So you're ma- so you got a girlfriend, you got yep. you got like kids. Four years so now, yeah, got a girlfriend, got my two year old son, uh, who is fucking my fucking everything. I know I say the f word a lot, but I did not know. Like, it's do okay, you think allowed. you know what love is? You do not until you fucking eventually hold your fucking child in really? for the first time. Yes, absolutely. You will never like it's it is indescribable how much you can fucking love a child that's yours. It's ridiculous. Like, have you thought about how you'll relate that as they grow up being from kind of your background and and how people know you? (laughs) I don't know. I just friggin hope he, uh, I don't know. Like I had an awesome friggin time, but it took a lot of fucking bad decisions to like, he saved my, I I don't know. He fucking probably saved my friggin life. You know, I I, I wasn't like, you know, I wasn't going to, like, die or anything. I don't mean that. But, like, he just fucking made me grow so much as a person. Like, any stupid fucking decisions I was making. He, he just... Fu- it, it, it started making sense fucking once you had yeah. him. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I fucking need to make sure this kid's good. I need to be fucking yep. smart about my money. I need to make sure I friggin' work. I just need to make sure I'm just a fucking all-around good person so that he's going to be a fucking all-around good person. Yeah. So, I would... What was the question again? Well, if, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I want to make sure I don't want to go off yeah, into too yeah, much. No, 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 it was perfect because what what I was thinking was how much you, you love passionately. You love yeah. music passionately. You love Dimebag passionately. I think it's fair to say that you love the guy, you know? Yeah, for sure. So think about how you love that kid. It's got to be more than you love different. anything else. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's crazy I, to think about. I was about actually thinking about it the other day. Freaking, there's literally not a single fucking thing on this fucking planet that would ever fucking like. 
ever choose over my son. Like, it's ridiculous the amount you fucking love you fucking have for your own child. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. You, you, like, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. It's indescribable. I imagine that's what it's you awesome. experienced, Josh. Absolutely, it's man. Really Absolutely. Cool. For the first six months of his life, all I did was just sit there and watch him. And, like, you know, I get accused of being an obsessive workaholic, you know. It's like, oh, you, you know, I didn't fucking do anything but sit, pushed pause on my life and just watched him. Yeah, you know, it's for fucking like six cool. months. Yeah. It, because it's so, it just makes you melt. Yeah. You know, it just makes you melt. It was such a good feeling. It was like, oh, wow, any negativity in my life is just does not matter yeah at all. wow yeah. yeah 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 changes the parody it, it completely yeah completely changes your perspective on life yeah in a beautiful and wonderful way yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. uh the last loose end i think i had of this podcast was we we're talking about nick oh yeah 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 how is he i have no idea I believe, no if I'm not mistaken, idea. since I haven't I said his last name, I think he does the blow. social media or anything. I've Nick tried Patton, to find that I'll kid. say it. Nick Patton, Dang, he's out there. are you Come, out there? Bro, I've looked for that kid for he so gonna long. He's going to hear this. He, <laughs> I think he lives around the same place. I'm tempted to just I've go knock his on his door. Before. This is going to stop in about three minutes. Yeah, it'll, okay. uh, it'll also flip over to just the next segment. Okay, great. So we're oh. straight. All right, cool, cool. But as we were wrapping it up anyway, so it'd be cool. But I think of him a lot because he was kind of another piece of my you know youth and kind of introduced me to you. Yeah. And I, I, I was like, where is that kid? So I think I asked you the last time I saw you at, at the opera house. And you were like, I don't know. Oh, that's Josh. And he was like, I don't know. I think last time I saw him, he was he was pissing on Dan Baker. Oh, wow. He slept over at your house. He woke up in the middle like of the night and took a piss. I don't know. But uh, I, that kid was a good kid, man. I mean, yeah, you know. Yeah, he was a good friend of mine for a yeah. while there. He was, was kind of like in the cat nod there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah man, I got arrested because I hit him with my car. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm so <laughs> glad I bought this up. Yeah. Yeah. Please, yeah. T- please talk about this. So me and Nick were buddies too, you know. We just we just messed around. And one day he was chilling on a scooter. It wasn't a violent thing. I was driving driving down the road. Motorized scooter? Uh, yeah, it was like a little moped. Not a thing razor scooter. Whatever. I, don't, I don't even know what type of vehicle. Because yeah. I was picturing him on a razor scooter. No, it was not a razor doing scooter. Tricks. All right. So, so like, I I thought I was being funny. I put, <laughs> brought my car up behind him at like two to three miles per hour and just lightly bumped him. You know, Nick didn't think it was funny. He let me know. He got off the scooter. I he think let he came. I think he might have punched me in the face through the car door. Which I didn't take offense to, you know. We we hashed out. I was like, dude, I'm just hit him with a car. Oh yeah, I did just hit him with a car. And I was and I was like, I was like, you know, hey buddy, I'm so sorry. It was just it was just a joke. He let me know that he wasn't too happy about. We hashed out. We were friends. It wasn't a big deal after. Um, Someone was watching. Someone took down my license plate number at five in the morning randomly on like a Tuesday. The police woke me up. Came to my house like. Telling me how I hit this kid with my car, and I've just woken up at five in the morning. And I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah. And finally, it all clicked, and I said, "Okay, yep, whatever." They arrested me in my kitchen. I just went and said, "Yeah, this is what happened," and I went to court. And I remember, um, you know, whatever they, they said. Well, what does the kid who got hit have to say? So you know, we called him up. He said, "Go fuck yourself," and hung out <laughs> because Nick wasn't even the one who pressed charges. I had to pay like several hundred dollar fine. Yeah, Nick because it seemed like the type of cat. No, because Nick didn't no. care because someone was looking out a window and called me in for a situation that had nothing to do with them at all. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's annoying. Those type of people. And it happened. And I got busted for it probably about a year after it even happened. Yeah. So I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Must have yeah, trying to rack your brain, especially at five AM trying to think mm. of that one. Yeah. yeah. That's a doozy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh crap, we gotta follow up on this 
ticket here, piece of paper. Yeah. Let's go get them, boys. Right. So <laughs> last time you saw him, you were hitting him on a scooter. Okay, so that's solid. Yeah, solid. And solid. He pissed I mean, on he you survived. the last time he saw you. I allegedly. think it's some, some allegedly. That's <laughs> <laughs> why so I didn't use the last name. I love it. Yes. But you can't find him on the internet. Anyway. No, he's not. He's freaking ghost. I he don't just, know what he's he doing. He just marched to the beat of his own drum, man. He had an AIM password, the, an AIM beat, screen name. Beat to the beat of Sorry, it's, no, it's okay. Katy Perry. It's okay. Um, I was actually gonna say, and I can cut this part out, but if we wanna, if you wanna end with playing anything on that guitar, just screwing around, you could outro us. E- either of you. Um, I mean, I'll I'll defer if, to Baker for this one. Baker, you wanna put oh, on play something, man? Sure, F it. I don't know. I mean, while we're here, you're standing on ice. You might as well dance, you know. Take a chance, Columbus did. Oh, Joey Diaz. If you haven't heard Joey okay, Diaz, I was gonna bro. say, wh- oh, why is why is that not Joey Diaz is a why, beast. Why do I not hear that frequently? Fuck it. All right, so I guess I'll just play this, whatever I have left here, uh, for sure. a few seconds. Um, yeah, this hammered will... in Tennessee. I think you'll be able to tell. I threw some fucking bends in it and shit. Tennessee yeah. was a beautiful place. I went outside. It was like 11 in the morning. Did a little bit of morning drinking, and out with my fingers came this. Mm-hmm. 